Hey guys, welcome back to the Auto Amateur and the final pod of the year, the last episode of 2021. What a year. It's flown by in many ways. Uh, it's been crazy busy. It's been crazy fun. A little heartache in places. Uh, but we're coming to the end of another great year. And this is my fifth year of putting out Auto Amateur content. I mean, what a... What a f- crazy thing to think about. I still feel incredibly new to this scene, incredibly new to making videos and making podcasts, but well, here I am, five years in. It's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, Today, I'm going to be joined by my good friend, Mr. Jay Reed. Uh, You might know Jay from his YouTube channel, the Jay Reed Car Channel. Uh, He's also featured in quite a few of my podcasts and videos before. We just recently did our second tour to the Tale of the Dragon and the Smoky Mountains, uh, the second of this year, in fact, which was a load of fun. And there's a video uh, of uh, all the footage from, from that trip on my YouTube channel that went live a few weeks ago. But today, Jay and I are going to be talking about uh, our exciting plans for 2022. We're both at a little bit of a crossroads in that he's just added a car into the mix. I've just taken a car away. So we're going to be excited and focusing on sort of related but slightly different things in the new year. Um, A lot of opportunities to collaborate, though, which is really exciting. And not just with Jay, uh, Andy from Last Rasp, Daniel from Jet Fuel Only, Andrew at 911 South. I'm hoping to continue collaborating with uh, Nick Murray and uh, a whole load of other people. Um, Who knows, maybe I can get Michael Bath back on the pod uh, or vice versa. He is just blowing up the Porsche Cool podcast, which I really enjoy. Um, Lee Sibley, Andy over at Nine Works. I mean, the list just goes on and on. I mean, I think we're in the golden era of Porsche content on the social media platforms. It's fantastic. You know, forget what you're watching on Netflix, forget what you're watching on Hulu or whatever it is you go and stream stuff. Um, I find myself more and more reaching out to homemade content from amateurs like myself and Lee and 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 all of the all of the folks putting out content on YouTube and Instagram. It's just, it's sort of, it hits home more. It's more interesting. It's more engaging. It might only last five, 10 minutes, but then in this busy world that we're living in, that's pretty much all I have in between work and kids and wife and life <laughs> to watch something. Um, so it's just fantastic. I really think we're in the golden era of, uh, of Porsche and, and many other different types of social content. Now, before we go any further, I've just got to put a massive shout out to everybody listening to this podcast, everybody following my YouTube channel, everybody commenting and liking Instagram posts. I, I even tried to play around a little bit with TikTok this year, and uh, there are already people on TikTok that are following me, which is insane uh, because I'm not a teenager and I don't have a fantastic body and I'm not dancing around in a bikini. Um, which seems to be everything that I see on TikTok. So maybe it's not the platform for me. Uh, But it's, you know, it's more content to make, which is all good fun. Anyway, let's get into today's episode. Uh, If I don't remember at the end of the episode to wish everybody happy holidays um, over the next couple of weeks here in December before we get into the new year, happy holidays and a very healthy, prosperous new year to you all. All right, let's get Jay on the phone, on the pod, and let's get into this. Jay, welcome back. Mate, how are you? I'm good. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Well, it is. We're three days before Christmas as we record this. Um, And being male, I'm thinking that probably I ought to start my Christmas shopping. What do you think? (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what? I don't don't have any to do this year. I have no Christmas shopping to do this year because 
Ruthie, uh, my wife, manages the crap out of Christmas. I'm not allowed uh-huh. to touch any of the decorations. She has to get them oh. perfect. Um, don't even think about offering to dress the Christmas tree uh, because, again, you'll get it wrong yeah. and she will tell you that. So she wants yeah. to do it by herself. She's already bought all the Christmas presents for the family as of probably about July. Um, we've been oh. wrapping them recently. Um, yeah. But, you know, you might ask, what am I going to buy Ruthie for Christmas? She's told me she wants she's me told to you. get... Oh, she's told me. Yeah, and every year she usually has a Christmas presents around October and I re-box them for Christmas. Um, but this year she she honestly doesn't want anything apart from me to get a vasectomy. That's what she wants. Ah, oh, how romantic. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes, yeah, old-fashioned romantic charm there. That's oh, lovely, isn't it? Yeah. God. So... Yeah, I- yeah. I'll come around with two house bricks if you like. We'll fix that. <laughs> you know, it's funny how you. many people have volunteered since hearing yeah. that news. Like, you don't need to go in. I'll, I'll do it for yeah. you. Where's my cricket bat? You know. Yeah. Oh, I've got Lord. an air rifle. I think we can probably, or a BB gun. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll what have I, um, that done for you. No problem. What I was trying to find on Amazon was a, uh, a realistic set of, um, you know, sort of comedy bollocks that I could wrap yes. up in a box for Chuck her. nuts or something, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So uh, yeah, yeah, probably three is enough, right? Because, I mean, probably two is enough. But when it gets to three, you really know that three children is enough. I've got three as well. Yeah. And you can tell by the general look of poverty and tiredness about <laughs> me. You think, yeah, that guy's got three kids. I'm with yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, that look of one resignation about everything, you know, so whatever, you know, uh, just fatalistic behavior. No, well, exactly. But you might think that about me, but I, I try not to be an all or nothing kind of person, but I think it's in my personality. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, I didn't, I didn't actually want to have kids. I mean, at all. Yeah. And then I met Ruthie, and uh, we decided to have kids. And now I'm like, and now you realise that you really don't want to have kids. No, <laughs> no, no, dude. I'm like, let's have four. And if we're going to have four, we got to have five because five's a proud number, oh, and I want an God. odd number, not an even number. Um, you know, just let's keep going. Yeah. And she's like, no, give me the scalpel. I'll do it. <laughs> like yeah. you, you open this door. You know, I'm just walking through it enthusiastically. Uh, but no, yeah. we're going to stop at three. But then, you I'm, know, that all or nothing mentality got applied to my 997 and now just recently my 991. Oh, One good morning. pivot there. What a segue there from having there children go, to Porsche content. Pro. You're the exactly. master of this, aren't you? Bloody good. <laughs> You're really very good at this. <laughs> hey, look, I, I'm good at what's important to me. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm a pretty yeah. good dad. I really yeah. like talking about Porsches. No, but that, I've, that's oh, terrible. Let's my kids do, let's do that this. then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, my 991. I, I, it, just a couple of weeks ago, I was telling yourself and Andy and, and Nick Murray and a few others that uh, I was going to be in the 991 for the long haul. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then the space, gone. It's just gone. Yeah, it's off. Yeah. Now, you did know. you have a, a chap that just wanted it and you were in the right place at the right time? Or did you change your mind? Or what happened there? Yeah, kind of. So I was, I was thinking... Um, Okay, what's my next series of videos going to be about? Because uh, I've reached the end of my modifications. I've done a bunch of 991 mod videos this year. There must be um, something that you could have stitched red that you haven't already done. There must be something in there that didn't have some kind of red stitch. The tires or you know, the windscreen wipers or something. I don't, did you ever go to France on those like school trips and you'd buy the cheap, crappy 
uh, tourist crap they'd sell you on the beach. And there used to be oh, those, yeah. li- those little I gorillas. <laughs> you could buy those little gorillas. Yeah. And when you squeeze the gorilla, this enormous red penis came out the front of it. I, I, don't, I don't know why I remember that. But anyway, the, the point is, I did think about making my gear shifter red. And it, it yes. just it took me back this to being no eight years old. to any of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, I can't do that. The gorilla willy coming out. Yeah, with a massive yeah. red woody in the middle of the cart. No, I didn't want to do that. Probably not, um, no. But, you know, I did all the mod videos. I did a couple of touring videos. You know, um, uh, you and I, we did two of them or three of them. We um, did. Between yeah. Smoky Mountains and Atlanta, I did one or two in Indianapolis. Um, I was thinking, I don't want to do any more mods to this car, so what am I going to do now? Um, yeah. So I thought, well, I'm going to spend maybe the next year comparing cars to one another. Maybe I should ask people um, what they think about the market, because obviously the market has been pretty nuts oh, in the past couple of years. Crazy. It, doesn't, it, doesn't really, yeah. it doesn't really feel like it's calming down anytime soon either. No. So I put, a, I put a maybe subconsciously, inadvertently, I don't know, provocable sort of post on Instagram with my 991 saying, is it time to sell? And yeah. I was teeing up um, a podcast I was I was going to try and record with with Andy at Last Wraps because he's just sold his nine nine one. Yes, he has, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we talked about that a little in the last episode, and we we're going to talk about it more um, against the backdrop of just the the crazy market. I had a huge response to that story and a huge response to that post, oh. um, and I just had uh, a guy called uh, Grant, and he just commented on my photo. Uh, hey, I'm in Minneapolis. Uh, I'd be interested in your car. I thought. Oh. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I met him, and he yeah. came along, and he yeah. liked it, and he thought about it, and yeah. I thought about it, and 24 hours later, you know, we're sort of exchanging paperwork, and I thought, well, all right. Wow. I mean, it's it's off. It's off. What am I doing yeah. now? It's free. Yeah. But to be honest, though, I think um, Ruthie, as much as she supports my, you know, my Porsche enthusiasm. <laughs> we all hate... know where this one's going, don't exactly. we? Exactly. <laughs> well, she, she, just, she just wanted me to get rid of one of them. And yeah. uh, I I thought just instinctively it was going to be the 996, but but actually when push came to shove, um, and I mentioned that someone was interested in the 991, she was like, well, why do you, you know, you got to get rid of one. I was like, well, should I get rid of that one? Yeah, you see, it's no surprise to me that you've you've come back to the golden age of Porsche sports cars, <laughs> uh, the early 2000s. Actually, I don't know if you noticed, but every Boxster and every 911 has basically followed the shape of that era. Since then, I don't know whether you noticed that, but it really is the golden era of, of, of Porsches. They all follow the basic shape of the 996 now. Um, so, <laughs> so what you're saying is every Porsche released after the 996 isn't as beautiful as they were prior to the 996. Uh, well, the 996 reached the peak. I think that's what you're saying, isn't it? Oh, so, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so, I, so I've got my 996, and, and that's going to be the project for at least the next sort of three to six months, which we can talk about later. But speaking yeah. of the golden era of Porsche, you just put a video yeah. out recently talking about that because you now have not one fried egg yeah. headlight Porsche. You've got two, yeah. a runny egg, can- in fact. You can spot the biggest idiot on the internet by just the videos that I put out, um, uh, and it's it's me. Yeah, I look. I thought that it would be quite interesting. I mean, look, people have said to me, "Oh, you should go and buy a GT3," or probably the natural thing for me to go and buy would be to take the money that I spent on the Boxster, add it to my 996, and go out and buy a 996 Turbo. But I thought, well, I don't think that's as interesting a story as someone trying to run a cheap Boxster and trying to fix it and 
uh, you know, so and I've always wanted to sort of try and own uh, a Boxster and see what it, what it's like. You know, they're, yeah. rid, rid, I still think they're ridiculously good value, even in this market. You know, you get a flat six Porsche sports car for, you know, well, I spent 13 grand on mine, which is probably yeah. about eight grand more than I should have spent on it, spent yeah. on it. But, you yeah. know, it, it is what it is. But a crazy good value, I think. Um, yeah. Although I did, I did just have a list of uh, the, the the quote for all the things that need doing, and it on that basis <laughs> it's mechanically totaled. But uh, uh, I'll explain more in my next video. But uh, no, good little car actually. So yeah, I have two of them now. So what what you're saying is, even though the purchase value of the the box door was seemingly attractive, you could have actually gone out and got on the waiting list for a nine nine two for the same yeah, price. But, uh, probably. <laughs> Probably, but what is the, where's the fun in that? You know, you want to watch a chap struggle with yeah, a crappy no, old boxer. So that's much more interesting than uh, not. You're laughing, aren't you? The, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying hard not to laugh. No, but video. you know, I, I did the dude. I did the same thing with Project Nine Nine Six. I bought that Nine Nine Six for five grand, knowing that it had a yeah. broken transmission. Um, we've put twelve into it so far, and it's going to cost another. 15 to get it back on the road at best yeah. i'll break even if i sell it but it just it means so much to me to get it back on the road whether i keep yeah. it and that's my porsche for a while um it'll certainly probably come to certainly probably it'll most likely yeah. come to tail of the dragon with us next year before i move on to my my strategic yeah. 911 should we say uh yeah, but you know point. again the whole love of boxster people have been more and more getting excited about um, the the 996 generations and going back and, and appreciating them in a way that they've never been appreciated before. I feel like the same love and the same appreciation that sort of that sort of curve, um, if you will, is 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 also applying to the boxers now because yeah. I think that, that you know they're getting appreciated well, just... a lot more. I, but with my all or nothing personality again, when the boxer first came out, I was like, well, why would anyone want that? It's not a 911. If you're going to buy a Porsche, yeah. why, it's got to be a 911. Why, why would you want anything else? That's um, kind of true. I mean, I have to say, when I get in the 911, it does. I, I still love it a lot more than I do the Boxster. But then on the right day, when you get the roof down on the Boxster, yeah, it's just such fun. It's a good laugh, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I don't worry about the heritage of, you know, the 911 has a has a heritage of racing and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, uh, you know, it's the car, isn't it? But then you know, on the right day, Boxster roof down, good fun. Yeah. Well, and so here's the thing. I, I, just as I was about to write off the Boxster forever, um, very good friend of mine in California who he he always he's just he's a very clever guy. He's well put together. Everything he kind of touches just magically falls into place. And he's got mm. very he's very he got very good taste. Basically, his house, yeah. the way he dresses, his gorgeous yeah. wife and kids. You know. Um, yeah. We've always liked the same movies. We've always liked the same, you know, kind of cars. And when I turned around and yeah. said, "Not so sure about this Boxster," uh, he was like, "Well, no, I think it's actually better than the 911 for loads of reasons." And he oh. listed them off. <laughs> and it, and so at the time, I didn't quite appreciate any of those reasons. And now I appreciate yeah. some of those reasons. But because he said he liked the Boxster, it stopped me from writing it off completely and so it's always, think about it now yeah it's always been yeah. in the back of my mind you know thinking well you know people are choosing boxers people are choosing caymans over in the 911 the only problem with them in your case is that you're about nine foot two 
tall <laughs> and in each direction and, and, and you're never I mean, I'd be surprised if there was just one seat in the middle that you would fit in it um, <laughs> and no no I'm not being rude you're just very tall you know you're a big guy and and they they are noticeably smaller actually yeah um, no absolutely I've tried to get in one and it was an absolute comedy show it was like a clown car yeah 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 uh, but I don't above the windscreen yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I've never written them off completely. And I've got to say, actually, um, now that the... I mean, just look at the news in the past six months in the in the Boxster Cayman space. You know, they've gone yeah. from where they went to with the four-banger back to the flat six. Um, the, the GT4 has been been pretty i think well very successful oh they lovely just, car yeah they just recently announced two sort of major tidal waves of 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 excitement one is the the rs version of mm. the gt4 which yeah from all of the press i've seen is possibly the gt3 killer in some respect i don't know about the gt3 rs wow. but that that's yeah. got loads of potential and then also the fully electric boxer cayman which is going to be coming out before the 911 goes electric and potentially even hybrid electric in five years time how exciting yeah. you know the cayman boxer lovers are well getting... the rs is i i'm not sure about the electric side of things I, mean, I love the taycan and there's a place for that but yeah. uh the, the problem with it at the moment is there isn't enough range on these cars and the network is terrible you know if you want to go away from if i want to drive from here to your house you know new york to Minneapolis, you know, I don't know how I would do it. It would take me a lot longer than it would with with a petrol car. I'm not convinced yeah. that the network is very good when you get away from the big cities. Yeah. Um, but having said that, you know, I'm sure Porsche will do it well. But the the GT4 and the RS, they they're probably the best cars that Porsche makes. I think. You know, I drove the GTS uh, Cayman and loved it. I just thought it was balanced. Mm -hmm. It was powerful. Yeah. Uh, and that only had just under 400 horsepower. When you get to the 500 horsepower range with the RS, uh, you know, and that, and that lovely balance of weight and, you know, with the, the engine in the middle. Yeah. Uh, superb. That must be absolutely superb. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's no 986 in Rainforest Green, is it? Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, 75,000 miles. It's obviously not. We haven't reached those giddy heights. But, so, uh, uh, I like to try and think two or three steps ahead. And so if you look at how much the 911 has grown in size dimensions in the past 20 years, yeah. and I'm now comfortable in a 991, I'm expecting that by the time I'm in my early 60s, in another 20, 20 years time, the Cayman will have grown sufficiently that I will be able to fit in it. And maybe at that point <laughs> in time, I'll become a Cayman yeah. enthusiast. So, well, yeah, yeah exactly. It might have four doors by then, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> crazy, now, crazy stuff has happened. Speaking yeah. about rainforest green, um, mm. let's let's tell friends out there your your buying story because it didn't start where it. Ended up. <laughs> yeah, no, I I was going to put this clip. You uh, I, for the people listening, I I, um, I asked James to uh, initially go and look at a car for me in in Minneapolis or just outside Minneapolis, and he which he duly agreed to do with great uh, pleasure. Actually, you you didn't hesitate and. Uh, and off you went, didn't you? And and uh, I was excited. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you take it from there. You were excited, yeah, exactly. I was. I yeah. thought, well, this yeah. is very nice. You know, Jay Jay's asking me to go and look at a car for him. He must at least yeah. somewhat respect my opinion or just my ability totally. to hold the phone so he can yeah. make up his own mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, no, I'm going to have I, it on mute, but I'll look. So, 
Yeah, I was excited. And, you know, you think about going to look at a Porsche, you think about going to somebody's house. Okay, no, it's going to be at a dealership. Well, if they're selling Porsches, they, they've probably got some nice cars there. It's going to be a nice, fun adventure. I'll bring the boys with me. Maybe they'll get to sit in a couple of different sports cars. So we drive past Minneapolis. I, and I'm not going to say where this place is, and I'm not going to name the place. I don't want to throw them under no, the bus. No, but, no, no. oh, my goodness. It, as we as we pulled into the area, I was like, well, this <laughs> This doesn't feel like a dealership. All I can see is chain link fences, abandoned buildings, and trailers. Uh, and I, I, I felt like I felt. Now we should like... preface this. We should preface this by saying that the Boxster that you were going to look at was probably the cheapest one in the entire country. World. Right? So, yeah, potentially the world. <laughs> and and um, you know, we your expectations were already low at this stage, weren't they? They were. But they weren't then... the lowest they could have gone. No, because, at, you know, at one point I felt like, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to look at a pretty dodgy car. Um, I then had a flashback to Guy Ritchie's movie Snatch when um, the two guys <laughs> drive up to buy a caravan and to use the politically correct term, he's like, you've brought me to a traveler's campsite. This is going to end <laughs> up messy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and that's what it kind of felt like. It felt like a, a, yeah. a temporary campsite uh, that gets But it got worse, didn't oh, it? It, did. it got worse. When so, you arrived there... Yeah, there were no bo- there were no Porsches around. All there were were rusty old um, Ford Tauruses, which is like the Ford Sierra equivalent in the UK. Um, pickup trucks that looked like they hadn't been driven in 10, 15 years. And then a, a sort of a couple of very dusty family wagons, you know, kind of the, the, the minivans. I was like, I must be in the wrong place, must be in the wrong place. Um, I pull up with Luke and Adam, wanted to talk to whomever was running the place. Um, but before I could even get in the building, there was a slightly beaten up looking Mercedes parked there with two guys arguing and I couldn't work out which one was the owner and which one was the the driver you know the owner of the dealership which was the driver and uh they they were arguing so much that I actually put the boys back in the truck and I just put the window down and thought oh, you know I'm not I'm not expecting anyone to shoot each other but you know stranger <laughs> things have happened um and you know the long and the short of it I'm not going to repeat any of the things that were said um, but apparently this guy came along, paid cash for this Mercedes, drove away, and then halfway down the street, um, got a flat tire, got a load of check engine lights on, and he started to smell something burning, something along those lines. And he was saying to the guy, I'm not happy about this. And the guy was like, well, what do you want from me? You know, he was just... So, so that other guy was actually the owner of the dealership, right? Yeah, I thought or he might... salesman or something. Dude, so, I, you know, I, I thought he might be, you know, the sort of... Uh, the newbie rookie sales guy who's getting beaten up by a customer and he doesn't really know how to handle it. No, he was the owner. And yeah. Um, yeah. I walked up to him again and he and he just like, this guy was getting shouted at. He turned around and just went, um, go and wait over there. I'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I got my boys. I went inside the dealership. Inside the dealership, there were no cars. There was some rotten carpet and a pool table that looked like it had termites, which my kids immediately went to go and start playing with. At this, this is point, why I remember because you were you were sending me um, James was sending me videos at this stage of and and, and cursing me, saying, well, "I have I hate you, I hate you. Where have you where have you brought me to?" And it's the funniest video. I should pop it up on, or one of us should pop it up on Instagram. <laughs> I couldn't put it in my video because the music that was playing in the background. It's some sort of. Um, Middle Eastern music, let's call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, is actually copyrighted, copyrighted, so I couldn't put it on oh, YouTube really? in my in my video because it was a hilarious video. Uh, I felt terribly guilty, but also very amused at the same time that I'd sent you <laughs> t- 
to this place. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm videoing. Uh, I'm taking a video. I think I even FaceTime you for a little bit. And I was like, dude, where have you brought yeah. me? I'm actually starting to fear for my safety and my kids' safety. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and this place, you know, it 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 looks like an abandoned warehouse area, and it needs to be yeah. sort of condemned. Anyway, so at this point, the guy in the Mercedes. Um, sort of walked away. He didn't drive off because the car wouldn't drive away. Um, <laughs> he, he took a walk off and he was on his phone. Who knows? Maybe he was phoning his wife or his lawyers or I don't know what. But the only came back in and automatically with just a big smile on his face was like, yes, can I help you? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> As if you've that just had been, never happened. You've just been swearing at this customer and threatening him or whatever it is. And uh, you're now going to turn around and turn on the charm. I was like, yeah, my name is James and I'm here to look at a boxster. And he was like, oh, my friend, yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Come to the compound yeah. where we keep all the high-end cars. And high I was like, end oh. cars. This car was like six or $7,000, if I remember correctly. It was. Uh, and it, high it, end. We'll talk yeah. about its state, but it wasn't pretty. So I was like, okay, high-end cars. <laughs> right. maybe, maybe there's a part of this abandoned zombie land like, compound where they keep the nicer <laughs> cars. And they were, to be fair, inside a big garage locked up. The garage opened up and... To be fair, there were some cars in there. The first one I saw was an Audi A3 with a bit of rust on oh. it. Not a good start. No. Not a good start. Rust. Um, yeah. I don't really remember what else was in there, um, but it wasn't impressive. I'll put it that when way. I, when I spoke to him, when I spoke to him, he said, oh, yes, this is a it's a very clean car. You'll like this. I bought it myself or, uh, down in Florida. No rust. Yeah. Uh, really great shape. You'll love it. Yes. Send James round. No problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah he said similar things to me as well he's like let me pull it out for you and so he started it up and you know loads of smoke came out of the back of it but but actually to oh, be fair no. to the guy the engine sounded fine you know I didn't hear any like terrible knocking or anything like that and it, it looked like yeah. he'd been sat there for a while um but he backed it out and and uh, he didn't really know how to back it out he certainly didn't know how to put the top down and i ended up having to show him um as he was taking the top down, the plastic trim fell off, and I told him how to put it back. Um, he was like, yeah, you take your time, take a look at it, take a look at it. It's like all original paint, all original parts. It's in great condition. I would never have bought it unless I was going to drive it myself, um, and I'm really proud of it. All the usual BS, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right, fair enough. The first thing I saw, the front headlight, passenger, uh, so the driver's side headlight, had completely, the, the fender had rusted away and somebody had taken a can of white spray paint and tried to cover it over. I mean... Yeah. It was a white, white car, by the way, yeah, yeah. A white car, that's right. You know, if you, if you have a friend who, like, might have gotten, I don't know, a rash or a scab on his face and he's picked it and you can see it from, like, six yards <laughs> away before you even meet him, you could see yeah. this rusty, painted-over spot yeah. a mile away. I was like, okay, well, that's not a good start. All of the sills had rusted away. Um, there was rust along all of the edges on the back. You know, probably people opening and closing the you know the boots and having keys in yeah. their hands and so on. Just little nicks everywhere which had rusted. Um, plastic trim had seen better days, uh, much better days. The seats were sort of mm -hmm. falling. I mean, the seats weren't falling apart, but they were those sort of you know classic leather seats that haven't been looked after and they're just cracked all over. Um, yeah. And the, the, we, we couldn't really figure out how to get the roof back up. And I think 
you probably would have needed to change the motor there for bringing the roof up oh, and down. No. And yeah. he was like, do you want to take it for a test drive? And I was like, well, to be honest, no. mate, I, I've got two kids <laughs> with me, but no. And he was like, really? And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm here for, you know, looking um, on behalf of a friend, actually. And You're uh, already making excuses at this stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. oh, so you don't know much about Porsches? And I'm like, well, you know, I know a little bit. And uh, he tried to tell me that, about the original paint. And I was like, well, what's that? He says, oh, yeah. oh that's nothing. You can, we can fix that. Okay. And he's like, there's no rust on this car. <laughs> it's like, oh, I started laughing. I was like, yeah, yeah, there is. And he's like, well, show me. And uh, so I went around the back and I was like, rust, rust, rust. That's about to rust. That's rust you can't fix. That's rust. And, you know, at this point in time, yeah. he actually cut me off and said, oh, go away, go away. He actually he told, told you me, to go away. He told me to go away. Wow. In front of my kids. In front of my kids. Yeah. You know, he just yeah. cut me off mid-sentence. Like, oh, okay, obviously I can't yeah. bullshit you. Just f*** off. And he told me to go away. So, Unbelievable. So uh, at this point, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to find some way to get Jay back for this. Because I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing very loudly when, I, when these all these videos came in and you showed me it and told me the story. It was hilarious. I felt a, a, a bit guilty, but I quickly got over that and laughed. Oh because because uh, <laughs> it was funny. I was I was half expecting you and Ashton Kutcher to like pop out from behind the trees and be like, "Oh, you've been punked." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. so glad you didn't but buy no. that car. God no. no. No, I mean the one I bought is <clears throat> it's got issues, but nothing I don't think that can be remedied fairly easily. You know, knocking shock absorbers and uh, it needs new brakes and the shock absorbers might be a bit bit too far for me to do myself but i think changing brake discs and rotors i can do yeah myself and yeah. fixing leather seats i can do myself and yeah uh, even um the soft top needs replacing so i think i can do that myself you know there are things i can do to get this car back on the straight and narrow yeah whereas rust and big engine problems are beyond me i just you know i just not who can be bothered chasing rust around a car around yeah. a car yeah no you totally know, so, so I bought this one from the south in North Carolina. No rust at all. It was a Florida car originally. Um, spent all its life in the south, so literally no rust. Um, and it's got a few things, I think. And I, I took it in to have um, have its inspection done uh, day before yesterday. Um, and there are a number of things that need doing, and you you, know, you guys can can listen, watch that in my in my next video to see. But um, you know, if you did everything, it would be mechanically totaled. <laughs> you know, it just wouldn't be worth it. Uh, and that's the problem with boxsters. You know, they are so cheap that, you know, if you do spend a lot of money on them, this is why they fall into, you know, uh, maintenance deferment is because yeah. if you do spend money on them, you, you very quickly spend more than they're worth. Yeah. Which I, which I think is crazy because they should be worth more because they're great little cars. Yeah. Um, so I think what we'll do on this one is we'll get it, you know, just on the straight and narrow. And um, and then probably I, I don't think I'm going to keep it, James. I think I'm going to uh, move it on because I, I'm not sure that it's sufficiently different from the 996 to sort of warrant having them both. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, all the, all the switch going, everything inside is the same. It's nowhere near as powerful as my C2. Nowhere near. Yeah, um, it's like just over 200, isn't it? 200 horses and your C2 yeah. is, what, 325? Yep, right. That's it. And I mean, you wouldn't say, you wouldn't see which way the, the C2 went, honestly. It was just much, much faster. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think what we might do is just get this one in a nice position where it's driving nicely. There's no check engine lights and what have you and new yeah. hood on it and polish the paint, get the leather back. Uh, and I think it'd make a lovely car for somebody, and I won't have put too much money into it. Yeah. Um, you know, may, may have even have 
created a bit of value, hopefully. And we'll leave it there, I think. That's yeah, the well, plan, anyway. That, that sounds great. I mean, and, and if, if nothing else, what a great way to spend your time over the next few yeah. months. Whatever. Well, whatever sort that. of. I mean, it's really cold at down. I mean, not as cold as where you are, but, you know, it's, it's down around the freezing mark here at the moment. And so it's not a lot of fun, you know, working on a car in, in, in freezing temperatures. But I'm just going to get out there and have some fun and do it. Yeah. And it gets me out of the house and... All the, I haven't got quite as much chaos in my house as you have in yours, but but uh, you know it, it's me, a good please. way of getting some peace and quiet because my wife won't go anywhere near it. So that's a good thing, right? Buy a car that your wife won't go anywhere near, yeah. and you get peace and quiet. That's how yeah. it works. Well, you know, so I've, I've probably made a mistake painting my nine nine six blue because the kids refer to it as the Spider Man car, and oh. uh, they keep they keep asking when the red is going to get added. So I thought. Considering yeah. I'm keeping the car for a while, once it's back on the road, I'm going to buy like a giant Spider-Man decal to put on the the hood just for oh, the day. Oh, brilliant! Just Why to not? give them that feeling of the Spider-Man yeah. car. Yeah. Um, now, what can you fun. what can you reveal to your listeners about what you're going to do? And I mean, clearly, you want to save something for your videos. But what can you what can you tell us about what you're going to do? You're determined to fix that engine. You know, issue that crack in the in the in the in the housing there, are you? Or, well, what do you what's your plan? There, I've still got a different, um, you know, I've, I've got a couple of paths in front of me and I haven't quite figured out how to get to the end. But um, I guess that the plan overall is to get that 996 back on the road and to enjoy it for a couple of months, um, yeah. taking it on a few trips, making a bunch of videos with it and, and sort of making some memories, I guess, is the way I want to yeah. sort of pitch it with that car. Because I've got amazing memories with all of the, the cars that came before this one. Um, yeah, which I've managed to capture on video, and you know I've said, I mean, you and I've said this to each other for a while. Um, half the time, if nobody watches my auto amateur videos, I'm not too bothered because I watch my auto amateur videos. <laughs> you know, it's like a way of looking back at old holiday yeah. photos. Um, and so I I've think ca- I'm the same, and I think I'm great, uh, and I'm unanimous <laughs> in that. Uh, yeah, I think I'm absolutely brilliant. Yeah, shame nobody else does, I suppose. Oh my god! Mind. By the way, in that Tale of the Dragon video where you're posing in that t-shirt, like. Oh, just hilarious. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. Just so funny. That was a riot. Uh, Anybody who's listening should come with us on one of our tours because they are really good fun, actually. Oh, definitely. You know, I've got, um. Yeah. by the way, just a quick aside, I've had like maybe another 12 or 15 people say that they're seriously considering coming next year to the Tale of the Dragon. Oh, on our... Yeah. Oh, just, really? Oh, Tale of the Dragon, right. Tale okay, of the Dragon, our... but also just as many people wanting to come from the West our Coast and, and the center to the, uh, the yeah, the Rockies trip. Um, so, that's, so that's it really. I mean, milestone one is getting it on the road and functional and, and confident yeah. to get to um, the Rockies in May or June, whenever we do that. Um, now I've got a, I'm going to replace the transmission. I'm going to actually replace the engine. I'm not going to rebuild the engine. Wow. I'm going to replace the engine. Yeah. Um, and Porsche of Minneapolis um, are probably going to be doing the work for me. Um, oh, are they? As, as okay. opposed to doing it myself. Because, yeah. we, we, you know, the, the first half of the Project 996 videos, we tried to do most of that ourselves. It failed. I want it done by the pros this time. I want the future buyer, the future owner, to have confidence that this has been touched, you know, by the professionals, yeah. not just some moron scouser in his own garage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's going to make for a nice series of videos. But what I'm actually considering doing is keeping the 996 engine that comes out of that uh, out of that project car, and I'm going to try and strip it down myself. I'm going to try oh, and learn. Interesting. 
I want to learn everything I can from that engine without the risk of, you know, a huge twenty or thirty thousand dollar failure behind me. Because Ooh. if I if I pull it apart if I pull it apart and I can't put it back together again, it doesn't work anyway. So what? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe I can even create some interesting wall art from it, but I think just you a know the coffee the, table or something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, leaking oil all over my wife's carpet. Um, but She'll just just the process of breaking that down, I'm really excited about that. You know, I love these cars. I'm passionate about these cars. I've never gotten my hands on an engine, so why not go all in and take it apart and see every single thing? I want to hold a piston in my hand. I want to see what oh, the, God. the sleeves really? look like. Oh yeah, I want to see well, what the sleeves I must say are you're like. You're very brave. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And since you're, I you're only very have brave, one I wouldn't go anywhere near now, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, since I've only got one instead of two, um, the third bay in my garage can just be the the junkyard, I guess, for a while as I strip that down. But I, I, yeah. I think there are a lot of people out there who'd be interested in seeing that. Maybe not as many as the other videos, but um, uh, not not so know. much not so much Ruthie, I suspect. But uh, <laughs> probably <you> not. Know, <laughs> gets, uh, the nine the nine nine one gets replaced with a a Porsche engine that doesn't work. <laughs> I, I bet she'll love that. Yeah. 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 You know, I kind it kind of makes me think about that. Um, that world tour of uh, the bodies that went around a couple of years ago. Um, it was in New York, it was in London, it was in LA, I think. Um, mm. And it was cadavers, dead people who had been preserved. And, you know, if you look at one side, it's Azart. a preserved dead person. Yeah. You look at the other side, they've stripped it down so you can see inside. Anyway. Oh, uh, yes. Maybe yes, it's something yes. like that. I don't know. I don't know. But mm. that's going to be fun. Yeah. But yeah. it's not going to be my long term Porsche. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it fixed, make a bunch of videos. That's going to be fun. I'm going to make sure that not just I, but also Patrick and Steve have put their own blood, sweat, and tears into this project so yeah. far. They get to enjoy this car over the summer. Uh, and then, you know, potentially by the time fall comes and we're ready to think about Tale of the Dragon, um, having taken it to the Rocky Mountain Tour, I'll probably take it to the Tale of the Dragon and then yeah. sell it from there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's right. I mean, and you've got bigger plans, haven't you? I mean, you're interested in getting back into a. A more modern car uh -huh. um, at some stage aren't you and i think you said in your latest video one of your latest videos that maybe carrera you've 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 done the sort of carrera experience and maybe it's time for something else right yeah i think so i think if, if i was to go for a carrera again i think it would have to be an s model and i think it would probably okay. have to be a 992 because i've done the 996 the 997 and the 991 now and i guess you yeah. know there's another proof point. And with the S engines and the turbocharged 992 engine, I can tune that. I can do quite a lot with that. And if I buy yeah. a base Carrera S in the 992 generation, there are still mods that I can do to it and styling tweaks. But if I go all out and I get myself the GT3 of my dreams or um, a turbo, having driven my friend Chris's, or, or at least I haven't driven it yet. but yeah, I, I saw that it. video, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that car is so nice. It's really changed yeah. my mind on turbocharged engines. It's beautiful. Yeah. Maybe a turbo's in my future. I don't know. but uh, Perhaps it, you could find one with, with uh, red leather and do black stitching this time. <laughs> uh, that could be a, a, a real sort of turn, you know, a different, different <laughs> kind of video. Uh, put Very black different. stitching everywhere on red leather. I mean, that, yeah. you, you didn't think of that, did you? That's gold, isn't it? You should do I that. did not, no. Um, that would probably also have the opposite effect of the viewing figures, I imagine, as well for those videos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suspect it might, yes. I suspect it might. So um, um, that's yeah. obviously going to be quite an expensive purchase then. I mean, if you're going for a, especially in this crazy market, hopefully it calms down by the time you've 
you'll it go out into the market again but do you think that'll be a forever car your next big one or or who knows yes no no of course no i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> no i don't I, think I, i'm capable of having a forever car exactly. even though i love my little 996 i'm not sure it'll be here forever but who you knows? see I, i don't know i've said that about all the cars i've owned to be honest my my jeep grand cherokee overland was going to be a forever car my my blue mercedes clk in the uk was going to be a forever yeah. car and circumstances change i mean maybe okay. that was going to be my forever car but i moved to the states am i going to bring it with me yeah. nope sold it straight away um yeah. you know even even ruthie who said and swore down that the highlander she has which we bought brand new is going to be her forever car and she hasn't wavered from that once in the three years we've owned it The other day, yeah. she was like, "Yeah, I could see myself in the new Highlander." <laughs> well, just let me just throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, okay, noted. After my vasectomy, we'll go and talk about the new oh, Highlander. Oh God! Oh, when I can walk again. Yeah. Oh my God! Just shoot me. Now. You're going to be walking. You're going to be walking like John Wayne shortly, then, aren't you? <laughs> well, you Waddling know, I, up the street. I, you know, look, I don't want to really dig into that situation, but again, thinking about my all or nothing mentality. If you're yeah. going to turn them off, why don't you well, just get rid nothing, of them they all together? Will be, they'll be completely black. That's all. Just uh, bruised and maybe a bit of yellow in there as well. They're going to be. They're going to turn a funny colour. That's for sure. Why would I want two soggy, dangling hang hangbags <laughs> in between my yeah. thighs? Where if they're not yeah. going to work, if they're not performing any function, just get rid of them. I don't need them. Okay. Yeah, it's a novel <laughs> approach, James. I mean, talk to your doctor. Uh, see what he says. <laughs> Um, uh, he might have a different opinion. I'll just manage your expectations. <sighs> yeah, a bit he might. There. All right, all right. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. back to Porsches. Yeah, I, 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 the the next car I buy, I'm certainly going to keep for a couple of years. But yeah, I'm done with Carreras. I think for the most part. Um, yeah. I'd like to see a GTS. I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to see a GT3. Uh, I, I'm actually quite intrigued by the 991.2 Carrera T. Um, I thought mm, that was. I've driven one of those. Very nice. Okay. I have, yeah. I did a video on one and loved it. It was. I, I described it as the way you want your Carrera to be. It's like Porsche, you know, sat down and said, "Well, what is the ultimate Carrera spec?" Yeah. And they just put it put it together nicely, and and I thought it was really really nice. Actually, it was a good car. Yeah. Uh, you could you could live with that. I, the one I drove was a manual, and uh, uh, and it just uh, I, I thought it was a really well connected, engage engaging car. With all the right, you know, parts uh, on it, you know, yeah. slightly louder exhaust, better suspension, even yeah. lighter glass. Yeah, right. In Is fact, I, I think I remember you, Nick, and I on our one of our recent podcasts. We talked about that, and I think Nick also said it in his his. Sort I think of he opinion, did. Yeah, it's the nine eleven. Yeah. It's the Carrera, but it's the right Carrera. It's the way the Carrera yeah. should have been done. Yeah, I just worry about the market. I, I just think nobody's everybody's paying far too much at the moment, and. I worry. What, you yeah. know, in the UK, they put up interest rates. I suspect they're going to do it here in the US, and all yeah. of a sudden, people who finance these cars, um, you know, might be starting to think, "Well, you know, I'm now paying an extra four hundred bucks on my mortgage or something. That four hundred bucks that I had been using on my yeah. whatever it is yeah. I bought, you know, I now need to to sell." So yeah. Um, probably the high end cars won't be affected too much, but you never know. It's a question yeah. of how much people have. Got it's out true. there on finance. It's true, but you know, I think yeah. I've got a safety net, which is my nine nine six. With you know, it's got a clean title. It doesn't work yet, but there it will. Go, see. If Back I enjoy the golden that, age. exactly. If I enjoy the golden age for yeah. two years instead of six months, 
Yeah. It's still a 911, yeah. and it's going to be awesome. And actually, I'm quite excited to go back to a manual. Was, was it you, oh, Joe? Were you joking with me the other day saying it's time to go back to a manual now? And I said, well, my 996 is a manual, so actually the next car I buy will be PDK again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's right. I, I, you know, I might, as everybody knows, my 996 is a Tiptronic, um, which is not everybody's cup of tea. But uh, if you're not having the, the PDK versus Tiptronic discussion, but are just having the conversation about whether you want an automatic versus a manual Nothing wrong with having an automatic, actually. I think it's uh, for everyday driving, which these cars are so good at. Um, you know, if you had a PDK, uh, uh, perfect. Nothing wrong with that at all. But I have to say, when I'm in the Boxster, now I've got used to driving uh, with the gear stick in my right hand versus the left oh, hand in yeah. the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, once you sort of get train your muscles to get used to that, yeah. it's rather nice blipping the throttle on change downs and yes. controlling your own gears and listening to that engine wail. You yeah. know, rather than just, I mean, the problem with an automatic is they do tend to change up early. Yeah, um, yeah. And even with flappy paddles, it's not the same as having a proper manual gearbox. So, um, yeah, enjoy that manual gearbox. I think it's probably the same gearbox as I've got in the Boxster on your 996. And, and uh, pretty good, actually, I think. Yeah, well, think you know, the, the manual in my, my 997 was just beautiful. I, I really enjoyed yeah. that. Um, but it's funny what you say about muscle memory, because... On the tail of the dragon in the 997, there are a couple of moments where, you know, the adrenaline surges because you're on a difficult turn yeah. and you need to shift gears. And I found myself trying to put my arm through the door. Reaching. <laughs> yeah, I've done that many a time. <laughs> reaching yeah. for the, Looking... the stick on the left. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, you know, when I, mean, I left the UK when I was 42 and, and, and I've been driving for, I don't know, 25 years by that stage. And 25 years of muscle memory, you know, you... Yeah. Uh, and when I moved to this country, a funny story, I walked up to go to work once um, in the first year that I lived here, to, walked up to my garage to get in my car, bleary-eyed and tired from getting up too early, got in my car, put my seatbelt on, looked up, and I was sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> I felt I've, like a complete idiot. I had to laugh, but I've I done felt it like myself. a complete idiot. Yeah, yeah, I've done it myself. In fact, my dad, my dad. I mean, okay, you, you were talking about being in the country for a while. My dad was over a few weeks ago, and there were a couple of times where I came out, and he was sort of getting into the driver's seat and being like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and it would go around the other yeah. side of the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just what you're used to, and it's the same with a manual gearbox. And that's really why I've got a Tiptronic in my nine nine six. A, it was the car that was available at the time in the best yeah. condition I could find. Yeah, but I wasn't too fussed because I thought, well, you know, I'm not. I don't have to worry about gears. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which doesn't sound very enthusiastic or Porsche, you know, enthusiast kind of behaviour. But there it is. So I've got a, I've got a question for you before we start mm. to move into the final chapter of this podcast. Um, yeah, you you've said already if you were going to get rid of one of these cars, it would be the Boxer, not the nine nine six. Well, yeah, interesting. Let's yeah, let's just talk about the color. Of your boxster for a second because mm. it is absolutely beautiful and yeah i'm, I'm wondering yeah. is is there anything that would make you um change the color of your 996 if that was going to be your forever car no i wouldn't do that i think i'd go out looking for another one i, I you know i okay. think the faff of, of respraying something and actually the 996 is in great condition it would be a shame to Ah. Uh, tinker with it too much. I mean, the paintwork yeah. is is really in very good shape. The entire that car's only done forty thousand miles, and yeah, they're pretty careful miles. I've done fifteen thousand of them, and and uh, wow. So I, I don't think so. I think there is a uh, an argument which says, well, why don't you keep the Boxster and sell the nine nine six and get something interesting from there? 
and, and that's what I'm still wrestling with. As much as I love mm. that car, there's quite a lot of money into it now. I mean, I paid 26 and a half for it, um, you know, two years ago, nearly two years ago. Yeah. It's probably worth closer to 40 now. Yeah. Um, you know, and should I should I sell that now and, and then, you know, think about something a bit more engaging? I don't know, because the box is so usable. Yeah. You can hop in it and go to the shops or... You know, hop in it and go down to the tail of the dragon, no problem. Should I get something different? I don't know. I don't know what the plan is, so I'm just going to sort of fix up this box to see where the market is once I've done that and then take a decision, I guess. What do you think? I, 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 I'm I, not sure I can give you any advice, to be honest, because I think I, I don't know Boxsters or Caymans well enough um, to say whether yeah. or not I would enjoy it on on a long-term yeah. basis. Um, you have and to I've come only have a go in mine. Yeah, well, if I can get in it. Um, I maybe oh, yeah. <laughs> sit sit on top of the engine and put my feet down and reach forward for the, uh, the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But actually, you know, I think if um, if you take a sort of step back and, and look at the big picture, I don't think there's a I don't think there's a, a wrong answer actually because if you got rid of the nine nine six, you'd enjoy that Boxster a lot, and uh, yeah. it probably wouldn't be your your forever car. And and actually, I've just found that no, it wouldn't be having walked away from a nine nine one which was actually quite emotional in many ways. Yeah. Um, when I handed over the keys, I was like, oh, yeah, good luck. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Um, I'm always like, I'm very soppy with cars, yeah. But but the even though I haven't really started looking at the market in earnest, the whole journey of thinking about what you want and going after what oh, you want, the chase... It's the fun part, yeah. Yeah, the, the chase is almost as good as the ride, and I am still talking about cars here. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a process, right? And yeah. and I'm, I'm actually really excited. I, I, there are a couple of times when this week the kids have gone to bed, there hasn't really been anything on the TV I want to watch, um, and yeah. I just thought, well, you know what, I'm going to just fire up cars.com or Autotrader and see what's out there. Uh, and there's a lot to look at. I mean, window dressing you is, know what is I a quite lot of fun. Like, what I quite like is a 997.1 GT3. Oh, that yes. That would be a nice car. Because the 997.1, I think, is one of the prettiest 911s. But I, I often call it the 996.3 because it has basically the same engine as the yeah. 996 and some of the problems that come with that. But once you put the Metzger engine in it and GT3, yeah. you get a reliable, pretty fast car. Yeah, so that might be nice. That might be something I'd be prepared to give up the nine nine six for. Oh, I love that first generation. Go after something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so and, and here's that would be quite an engaging car, I think. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think when I sold mine, um, I did a video with my friend Patrick, and we compared the nine nine six, no, the nine nine one to the his nine nine seven at the time. That's right. I remember um, that. Yeah. He actually said that at the end of it, he wanted to go to the 991. I actually taught myself into going back to the 997. I just, I, yeah. I actually miss that car a lot, the black one I had. That, mm. And I think you're right. I think I said this in the video. I think of all of the Porsches from the past 30 or 40 years, that first generation 997 in the right mm. color with the right options is possibly the best Porsche out there for any number of reasons, not just the way it looks. Yeah. Even though the IMS well. is in the background. It is, it is, yeah. And I think... Yeah. If I if I could create another Frankenstein, I would take my first when, generation not <laughs> when yeah, <laughs> I would take my first generation nine nine seven. I would put in a PDK uh, transmission. Oh really? 
and get the 991 yeah. kind of experience, um, or at least the 991 gearbox with a manual, but a, a smoother, faster yep. uh, transmission. Um, and I would do something to eliminate the risk of the IMS, and that would be it. Mm. You know, jobs are good, and that's my Porsche yeah. for life. That would be incredible. Um, yeah. I think that'd be, I don't know, I'm still playing with the idea. You know, the I don't intend to do a lot to my 996 because it, I, I'm sort of OEM with that one because it's such a good example of, of it. It would be a shame to sort of start changing the colour of the seats or the paint or something. And Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I, it might be nicer just to give it to somebody who'll appreciate it and mm -hmm. for what it is, which is a really good OEM car. Yeah. Um, and then buy buy something else which is more engaging to, to go with the Boxster. That's one route. I don't know if I'll end up doing it. Yeah. Um, by the time I finish the Boxster, I'll probably be in financial ruin by then anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> you and I will be hosting the next Top Gear at that point, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah. money's going to be flowing in no time. Oh, that, that's right. That, that, this, this time next year, we'll be millionaires. <laughs> that's right, Rodney. Or, or something, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Jay, this has been fantastic. Um, I yeah. wish you all the very best for the holidays. It's been great getting to know you, mate, this year. I mean, I was following you oh, last yeah. year, but the two trips yeah. to the Tale of the Dragon, the podcast, oh, the Tremendous the fun. Lives. Yeah, thank you for being my friend and having fun with you as well. And James, I wish you and your family the, the, all the very best for Christmas and, and the new year and very much look forward, forward to spending more time with you next year. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck with Project Boxster. Keep me in the loop and... Um, I Hopefully, will. Project yeah. Nine Nine Six will allow me to come to Connecticut at some point, and we can uh, we can make Definitely. a video. That'd all right, bud. Great. All the best. Happy Take holidays. Care. Cheers. You too. Bye. Jay Reed from the Jay Reed Car Channel. What an absolutely top guy. Quality bloke. Legend. Um, yeah, what a fantastic guy. Go check out his channel. Check out his latest videos with his new beautiful green Boxster. Uh, more 996 content coming from him as well in the new year. Uh, Jay's also in a fortunate position to um, look outside of the Porsche uh, world as well. He's done a few videos with um, Ferraris and uh, McLarens, and he has a he has access to some of the wonderful cars. So a lot of great content for Jay there on his channel. Um, well, that's it, guys. End of 2021. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, uh, for joining in on the YouTube channel with the comments, the live uh, wrenching I've been doing this year on YouTube and the Instagram lives. I mean, what a bit of a mixed bag, um, but I've really tried to sort of diversify um, the way I put out content this year, um, if, if for no other reason than just experiment a little bit. Um, it's been fantastic. Great, great feedback. And uh, all of the banter has been super hilarious. So I wish you and your families the very best for the holiday season and for the new year. Stay safe, stay healthy, and get out and drive. I'll see you in the new year. Bye.